Today is Friday, January 25th, 2019, and this is Radio Wave. This is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Mechigoria. Today's message, January 25th, 2019, Our Lady speaks to us yet again. How many, how many monthly messages and now second of the month messages and Yvonne's messages on the mountain and even the messages she gave here in 1988 and all the visits she's had, why is she speaking so much? Why so many words? It's a cause for many people to ridicule Medjugorje and be against it. And we all know about that. And we know even what the Pope said, that Our Lady was running a telegraph office, sending so many messages. But it's not comprehended why. But if you stop and you prayed and you looked and you fasted, you'll know why. Our Lady is in competition with lying voices everywhere, spewing out stuff all day, 24 hours, seven days a week, nonstop, lie after lie after lie. And the discerning Christian is covered up and snowed and duped if he is not fasting, if he's not praying, if he's not sacrificing. How can that be? Well, you tell me how the bishop in Kentucky condemned the boys of the Catholic Covington High School, saying we condemn the actions of the Covington Catholic High School students towards Nathan Phillips, who was an Indian, specifically, and Native Americans in general, which is not even true itself, because the first people in America were not what we call Native Americans. They were Chinese. They crossed over. We know that. And they became the Indians, what we called them for 500 years. But his statement says, Native Americans in general, January 18th, after the March of Life in Washington, D.C., we extend our deepest apologies to Mr. Phillips, the Indian. This behavior is opposed to the church's teaching on the dignity and the respect of the human person. How can he be duped if he's fasting, if he's praying, if he's got wisdom? Our Lady is here so that we identify immediately, just like the president did, knew which side to take. Impromptu, he knew right off the bat. Who's got the wisdom? We in the church are supposed to have the wisdom. We're supposed to know 
And that's why our lady's here. Because there's so much drama that we listen to that you should be able to discern immediately, is something wrong here? Do I need to step back? Do I think our coven to boys at this high school are out of step? As soon as I heard it and they were condemning the boys, I knew right off the bat it was wrong. Why? Because Our Lady's messages show this. They teach us how to think, how to have the right mentality to understand evil so that we won't follow evil. And a condemnation of these boys is really an evil thing. Why would you trust anybody in the media? And you've got to contemplate for a lady to be so forward to say, do not believe lying voices is a statement that you as my children have been reading my messages. You have the spirit of the truth. You've been fastened. I put you through cognition. I put you through persecution. I allowed that. Even as a mother, I didn't want you to have that. But I knew you needed to know so you could see where truth lies and where truth is to be believed. Because they present truth, not where it just lays down, but it's a lie. We're telling the truth, they say. And if they say it enough, people believe it. It is said that if you can say a lie seven times publicly and get it out there and get everybody, people will believe it. Even the people saying it. They convince themselves. I talked to an attorney one time. I said, how do you do this when someone's on the stand and you know they're lying? He says, do you know that these people that lie up there have lied so much that they believe what they're saying is true? And Satan darkens their soul. And they become right and you become wrong. So let's hear our lady's words today and contemplate them in a deep, deep way because it is our truth. It is our perspective. It is our understanding. Our Lady's January 25th, 2019 monthly message to the world. Dear children, today as a mother, I am calling you to conversion. This time is for you, little children, a time of silence and prayer. Therefore, in the warmth of your heart, may a grain of hope and faith grow and you, little children, will from day to day feel the need to pray more. Your life will become orderly and responsible. You will comprehend, little children, that you are passing here on earth, and you will feel the need to be closer to God, and with love you will witness the experience of your encounter with God which you will share with others. I am with you and am praying for you, but I cannot without your yes. Thank you for having responded to my call. Our Lady said, feel the need to pray more. Once you begin to pray, you'll have the cognition of feeling something throughout that day when you begin the day that morning in prayer, that the day you did prayer is something that your soul and your physical being can sense. And that's what our lady says. 
you will feel the need to pray more if you pray and your faith grows. Why? Because your soul's growing. Everybody's had a house plant or something outside and you haven't watered it. What happens to the leaves? They begin to wilt. They become weakened. Once you start growing, and it's interesting, the lady says, may a grain of hope. What is grain? It's wheat. It's a plant. And that grows if it has sufficient water. And if you plant and you start on conversion and you stop praying, what happens? The same thing in a drought. So you will feel every day more prayer that you need. When Our Lady came here in 1988, and a few days ago, which is January 21st, 30 years ago, in 1989, Our Lady appeared in the bedroom. She told us the night before what time she would appear. Every day she was given a different time. And it's beautiful because she was showing and giving signs by changing in the morning, the afternoon, 1030 at night. She doesn't do that and has never done that with any of the six visionaries. She was given many signs because we were being persecuted. Oh, Maria is just here having apparitions. So why did Our Lady say, I'm going outside more? Why did Our Lady say, I'm in the bedroom? And many visits, and she tells us what time it's going to happen. She's even had two apparitions in a day here several times. Our Lady does things and actions not only with words, but she gives you a sign, I'm marking this place geographically. I'm doing something here. This is my outlet for Medjugorje for the messages because we see how serious they are. And that's what today's message was about. But on that January 21st, 30 years ago, our lady said, I am calling you to prayer. Only through prayer can you come close to God. You can't come close to God. You can't say I'm a Christian and not pray. Why? Especially in this time, we don't have the hardship. We're not waiting for the rain. That made you pray 200 years ago. You were dependent on God. We don't depend on God on anything today. And so, therefore, we don't feel close to God because we can say, I want hot water to our brain and turn on the faucet. We can eat instantly. We have fast food. Everything's out of touch. You can fly across the sky. You can get in a car and go across town. Just like that. Everything is perfect for you. It's a God. The whole system is. So we don't have the need to feel closer to God. Yet our lady says, you will comprehend, little children, that you are passing here on this earth. We think there's no eternity except here because people don't contemplate it, because they're not put in difficult situations. The secrets will put you in situations, whatever it will be, that you're going to call on God, and you're going to cry out to him. And those who reject, those who ignore changing their lives, in this time, she says, of silence, this time for you, both of those saying twice today, time, to act now. Why? so that you won't lament for these messages. And if you put them into practice, because you know you should, you won't have to repent. How do I know that? Because she said that. And I said, quote, so that you won't have to repent for what you could have done, but you did not want to. Why? Because you don't need God. You got your car. You got everything. You got food on the table. But she said also, 
there's going to come a time you will lament for the messages. You're going to starve for them. You're going to be begging for them. You're going to plead to God because I should have done this a long time ago. And that's back in 1997, August 25th. Soon will come a time you'll lament for my messages, meaning that you didn't grow your grain and grow stronger and get into the messages. So what's the purpose of the messages? That we'll learn to pray to go closer to God and away from the world, materialism, consumerism, modernism, all these things that captivate us, that erases the need for God, and that we accept the devil. But if you saw the devil, you reject him. Mariana saw him. He came in his room. She wouldn't even describe it to me. Three times I asked her, three times she tried to express herself, and she said, I can't do it. I can't. I don't want to think about it. It was so horrible. Yaakov's asked about hell. He says, I can't talk about it. I won't talk about it. Don't ask me. So what's the purpose of the messages? To keep us from shattering to pieces. We're like glass. We don't understand what we're walking on right now. We're walking on ice. And underneath that is water. We're going to drown. Many relationships in the world today, even marriages, even with your children, is like oil and water. It doesn't mix. We walk on different roads, different paths, and we have, as a result, great brokenness in our relationships, our world, the way we live. And so our ladies bringing this message because we're so separate, we're so independent of each other because we're independent of God. There's nothing drawing us together as unity. The messages are to give us a theme, a road, a singular path that will draw us together. Everyone, the light of Our Lady's messages bring us together in oneness because once you start reading them, your mentality changes, you align with that messages, and your neighbor does that, your spouse, your children, and somebody across the world. That's why we can travel across the world and not know where we're going and spend the night in somebody's house because they've been reading the messages. We got so much in common immediately. That's the purpose is to draw the world close to oneness toward Our Lady, toward Jesus, toward God the Father. Trying to live in love With a heart that can't be broken Is like trying to see the light With eyes that can't be opened yeah, we both carry baggage We picked up on our way So if you love me, do it gently And I will do the same We may shine We may shatter We may be picking up the pieces here on earth you look inside 
messages that she gives to us is to unite us. January 25th, 2007, God desires to convert the entire world. That means it's going to be unified. Who are we drawn to? To the light. Who's bringing us the light? Our Lady. What light does she want us to see? Jesus. So the messages have a unifying principle that when we read them, we draw closer together. But still, we're fragile. And this song says, We are shaped by the light we let through us. Our Lady said, Today, you will comprehend, little children, that you are passing here on the earth, and you will feel the need to be closer to God. And with love, you will witness the experience of your encounter with God. Okay, this is going to unite us. That's why she's saying this. And then here comes the other part where she says what the song said. We are shaped by the light we let through us. And our message continues. Witness the experience of your encounter with God, which you will share with others. I am with you, and I am praying for you, but I cannot without your yes. See, you have to let the messages come through with the light. It's got to come through us. And then you can share it to others. And she can't do it. If you're not going to let the light come through, we have to be like glass. It has to shine through us so we can convert other people. Beautiful words, beautiful song. Everything's explained. Many times I see a lady write songs for us 
because it expresses in a new perspective the messages, which is for the uniting the whole world to God and convert to him and his son and to her. Our Lady, in this message, as she often does, she'll say to us, if you do this, then this will happen. So she says today, if you plant a grain of hope and faith in your heart, then your life will become orderly and responsible. What does that mean to you? What does that look like to you in your life? Well, let me ask you a question. What does it mean in your life? This is all I've had spoken about for the last six months. So I'm turning it back on you because our lady's here to communicate to us. And if you walk with her, if you pray with her, you fast with her, and you understand her messages, you'll be aligned with the messages before she says it, even months ahead of the time, even a year ahead of time. This message today is a description of what we've been doing for months. And I'm asking you this question, but I want to cover that before you answer, because Our Lady says, July 25th, 1985, I'm calling you to listen to my messages, and then you will be able to live everything that God tells me to convey to you. These messages, this message today, is conveyed from God to Our Lady. You know what else she says about this? On November 2nd, 2018, she says, I am sad as I am saying to my son that many of my children no longer have faith that they do not know him, my son. I'm not bringing this up for the contents of what she's saying, but the amazing statement, I am saying to my son, where is she? She's in heaven. Her and Jesus are talking about things. They're discussing things about on the earth. And so when she comes with a message, she's being conveyed from God. There's been discussion about it. What's my next message? What am I going to say? I'm saying all this to prep my question back to you. And what you asked to reiterate what you said was about order. So I would say it's been more than six months. It's been a couple of years now that a friend of Medjugorje has been very strong on all of us in, first of all, putting prayer in a higher priority in our life, getting to prayer on time, getting all of our meetings out of the way so that when we go into prayer, we are really praying, praying with more attention. But on the other side of that and the mission side, he's saying order is what has to happen. We are in a movement in the mission of getting prepared for the secrets. That is our focus. That is what we get up in the morning and think about if we're ready and what all of our responsibilities are in the mission. Every single one of us has a responsibility to see that our place in our in the mission is in order. And we can't just put order into every place in the mission, but there are certain areas that he's targeted that we're kind of going through one section after the next section after the next section. As one place becomes ordered, then that is our own personal responsibility not to let it get disordered. And we move from place to place in the mission. So all of us, after this first of the year, we've been meeting about this. We've been being instructed by a friend of Medjugorje of what he expects of us. He is hammering in us as far as our own personal responsibilities go, again, to 
not be the broken window in the mission because we can't do what Our Lady wants us to do, what she expects of us, what she's calling us to do. If we're not able to maintain our prayer life and maintain order, and that all comes down to personal responsibility. So yes, this message very much parallels, confirms our whole walk with Our Lady this this particular year, as he's labeled it, Breakout 2019, Breakout Medjugorje, Breakout Everything. But it has to be done with prayer, with order, with responsibility. And I would just add to what Joan was saying is that, first of all, we're not a meetings-oriented community. Uh, The mission of Caritas is not a meetings-oriented mission. We operate underneath a structure and a headship, and we have a way that we follow, and people fall within the context of that way. So what Joan was saying about that we've been meeting a lot, we've we've had so many meetings in the past uh, month, more than we've had in the last five years, but it's all as a call to order Again, also, I don't think that it's a coincidence that today a friend of Medjugorje had initiated this novena to St. Joseph, and St. Joseph, of course, is orderly. He represents that. He represents responsibility. But it's interesting because a friend of Medjugorje's latest radio wave broadcast was about the family. A lot of it was about the family. And Our Lady coming and saying, as a mother, that was her very first word she said in the message. And then she speaks about order. So the order in the family is a lot also about what he has been speaking about over the past month. So there's a lot in this message that we can continue to go on into. Definitely, this is an instance where you see and hear Our Lady is speaking directly to us. Jesus relays in the point of man God about the apostles that they are held up to a higher standard than anybody else. And what's not wrong for the people is wrong for you. Not that it's sin, but you're put into a, a window where you're selling purses or clothes or whatever the product may be. And you have to be a higher witness. That's what this song was about, about glass. You've got to let your light shine through you like glass, but glass also shatters. And you've got to be careful with your witness. You've got to be on guard constantly. And we are turning the mission upside down right now. I'm going through every level. We're making different departments. We're initiating new things that we've never done before. I prayed for a long time to do this. I am relentless on this. And I am pushing people to the limit. But we got more peace coming into the mission. We got more order coming into it. So what is in order? The song was about broken relationships. And I, and I relate to you about the messages of Our Lady were to bring people in union. And that's where we are. Because there is difficulties with people around the world. But all this relates to something that our lady is trying to do is to prepare us to come home. She said today, I'm calling you to conversion. This time is for you, little children, a time of silence and prayer. And through that time of prayer and that silence, she says, you will comprehend, little children, that you are passing here on this earth. And you will feel the need closer to God. She wants you to long for home. What is home? Broken relationships? What's happened to the home today? It doesn't exist, really. The messages will bring memories back to the house. It will make home life much more beautiful. So what's home to you? I want to tell you something that's astounding, completely astounding. You have creationists and atheists coming to the same conclusion. What is the conclusion? The conclusion is 
that we came from one woman and one man. Recently, scientists has come together on believers and non-believers that through DNA, they can trace back from where we are today, which is 7 billion people. I remember when there were 6 billion people in the world and actually 5 billion people in the world. We made quantum leaps in generations and populations. But as you go back in time, it decreases in population. What we have found out that through DNA, they literally can trace down that these people came from these people and this generation came from the next generation and it's shrinking. Each generation goes down to less population. We are a long ways from the Garden of Eden and we're a long ways, we think, from our great, many times over, Papa Adam and Nana Eve. The DNA, what they've studied, leads us back all the way down, all the way back to Adam and Eve. It's incredible. You know what the timing is of that? 6,000 years ago. You say you don't believe that? That's because you're so indoctrinated with believing lying voices in the schools, the universities, everywhere we turn, about evolution. And this is scientifically proven that we go down to one couple and we know the date and it's 6,000 years ago. At first you say that's hard to believe. But the atheist and the creationist have said and agree we came from two people. But what does this lead us to? Back to the Garden of Eden? Our soul was made from one being. That's God himself. He is our home. Our Lady is here for Jesus to lead us back home. That's where we came from. Our soul was created at the instant of conception. When that takes place, we leave our real home because we came out of the being of God himself. And we all yearn for this consciously and unconsciously. And the messages are just about this, about where we are and how we're going back before Garden of Eden, where we came from, the Garden of Eden of heaven with God. Like an unborn baby In a mother's Before my lungs could breathe I was alive in you Before my eyes were Oh, my tongue could speak Before the bond was broken Between you and me You were home to me You are You are never 
journeyed far from Eden. Our Lady is a tree of life in our Garden of Eden. Do we have one? No, we're far from it. But we know the visionaries have said that if you live my messages, if you live heaven on earth, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next. It won't be a perfect Garden of Eden. But you'll be able to taste that, smell it, feel it all around you. Because he is our peace. And he never fails. And when he initiates a plan, 
you can be guaranteed is going to work. So Our Lady brings these words to us, these messages, and says, I have many plans. I need you to help me implement them. Caritas is a witness. It's a place. It's geographic of a plan that Our Lady was so happy over that every single apparition for three months, she wasn't just happy. Maria says she's very, very happy. Why, Maria? We, I don't know. But we begin to realize she had many plans. Because I was told to shut this place down from Medjugorje. Don't you let people come there. Put a padlock on that. Medjugorje is escaping. No, Medjugorje is not escaping. It's expanding. To have another place where there'd be a voice for the messages, where people would gather together and live it into their life throughout the day. To do exactly and replicate and repeat what the early Christians did that we now look in the scriptures that is difficult to relate to. But in modernism, people can relate to us because we live in a modern time. We're the first prototype of the messages put in a life, not as an individual, by a group of people in our day, our work, what we do, what we think, where we go. Everywhere, the message drives us. We are the modern-day prophets of what the future will look back on and say they lived prophetically. They put them in life. Let's look into their life. What did they do? How did they do it? Because small communities is what will drive the world. Our Lady told Yvonne that prayer groups is the healing of the world. Our Lady said, here, form and make prayer groups through which we will pray for your healing and the healing of this nation in the field of apparitions and many messages over the bed. Why? Why is why she was so happy? Because she started something that she couldn't do in Medjugorje because the mentality is not open for it. And Medjugorje is good and many good things come from it. But there is a restriction on things. And there's no emphasis on the messages. The emphasis on us and our life is the message. So we can hear a song, we relate it to Our Lady. We see the animals, we relate it to what Our Lady is telling us to live. We go out, we see situation, we look at the situations through the messages of Our Lady. These words are important. Today's message could be skipped over as not important. It's just simple things. She wants us just to go to heaven. Oh, really? Is that all? No, it is a sweep the house, be in the world, to put it in order. Our Lady said, May 25th, 2016, Satan is strong and wants to put disorder and unrest in your hearts and thoughts. January 25th, 1994, in this time, today she said, this time is for you. In this time, going back to 94, in this time, Satan wants to create disorder in your hearts and in your families. Do not give in. How do you not give in? Today she said, this time is for you, little children, a time of silence and prayer. Turn it off. All the electronics. You won't be able to bring order into your life if you're driven by the devil because he wants to create disorder in your hearts and your families. There's no peace in the family when you get cell phones out of a family of six, cell phone between the father and the mother, the mother and the children, the oldest, the second, the third, the fourth. They all have their little things. you got to get permission to go speak to them. 
not by asking, by the other and putting the stupid thing down. If you lived 500 years ago and you peered into a house of a family with this going on, they would immediately have a great aversion to what they see and what we call and what we think is family today. And that's what happened when the TV came on the scene. Quote, thoughtful men were troubled by the television. And they had something in their heart said, this is not good. But see, today we're not thoughtful. That's why I says, go in time of silence and prayer, because it's thoughtful and God can speak to you. He can't speak to you in the way you live throughout your day. You're not giving him the time and you don't feel the need for God because you're not praying. So order is important. And Satan knows that and he wants order. But his name of order is disorder in your hearts and your families. Do not give in. February 21st, 1982. Be together. Do not argue. And do not be disorderly. The family is not in order. August 15th, 1983. Do not be in anxiety. May peace unite your hearts. Every disorder comes from Satan. And what does she say about that? She continues, be careful not to diminish the spirit of prayer. Why? Because when you do, you go into disorder. And I have spoken over and over for months in the community. The first thing and the last thing, the first is order. The last is charity. I've spoken about this on the broadcast. For the last couple of months, I've spoke about it. There's five things. To be good, it begins with order. The second thing is you have to persevere in that order because Satan wants to cause disorder. And you can't bring order and you can't bring fruit from that order unless you are patient. So you have to persevere, keep it, and be patient. That's the third thing. Order, perseverance, patience. And what comes from patience? You start seeing fruit. You start seeing the action of God. You start feeling close to God. But what happens with that? Because you say, wow, I'm being good. Because those three things, order, perseverance, patience, brings goodness, which could be a cause of pride. So the fourth thing you have to have is humility. Because you're going to feel the grace of God. You're going to feel that closeness. And you might start thinking yourself righteous. So you have to be humble. And that leads to the fifth thing. You get order, perseverance, patience, humility. And what's the last thing? The book ends. Order first. The last thing is charity. Because you're going to have a lot to give. How? A lady said it today. You will have the experience of your encounter with God. That's why you have to be humble. And she says, which you will share with others. That's the charity. You're going to shine your light. What is your light? It's your witness. What your witness is about. You had an experience with the encounter of God. I have to go back because I never finished the point about January 21st when our lady said here, I'm calling you to prayer. Only through prayer can you come close to God. I am calling you to pray every day and to dedicate a special time in your day only for prayer. So that 5 a.m. prayer for us is an encounter with God and it's quiet and it's silent and it's humble. And we draw close to God, even when it's freezing out there. Our lady said today, in the warmth of your heart, 
We plant seeds out there in the field. When it's raining, pouring down, wet, snow, whatever, heat, and we grow there. Our faith grows. Our children are raised around the statue in the daytime for the rosary. And it's order. It's the order of the day to dispel disorder from Satan. So we see these things now coming out of science where Adam and Eve, we know we came from two parents and they proved it. We believed it. But it really is a remarkable thing of where we come from and how far we journeyed from Eden itself. And what we lost at that, that our ladies come back to make an oasis of the world. She said that, I wish to create an oasis of peace, but there are those who through their carelessness are destroying the oasis. Are you making an oasis out of your place, your prayer group, your family, the place you reside? If you do, you will be longing to go home. But what about your loved ones? Do you want to spend this time on earth and you go one place and they go another place? They're going to be on the other side. Do you want to see that happen? We can trace ourselves back to Papa Adam and Nana Eve. It's important to root ourselves back to the Garden of Eden because preceding that is where our home is. It's in heaven. We have a longtime support of our mission. He's in his 80s. His wife's the same. And I was talking to him recently. He said that he's praying that his wife dies before him. She's not in pain or anything like that. He's worried about her, and he don't want to leave her on this earth and have to go through his death. It's a beautiful thing, a love story. That he's praying, God, please let her go before me. It's an admirable thing. I was really impressed with that. I've known him for a long time. But what happens if you have a loved one and you go to heaven and they're not there? They're on the other side from where you are. That's one of the things Our Lady wants you to put in order. To live for your spouse or your children, your family, your neighbor. Be more responsible. Share the light of the encounters you've had with God. Because it'll shine through your witness. That's the first message Our Lady gave to me personally. Be a witness. She wouldn't say be a witness if she didn't mean that you go out and that she's going to do something with you that you can help change lives. And this mission has grown from that foundation. So Our Lady warns us today, you will comprehend, little children, that you are passing here on this earth. And you're to share your experiences with others, how sad it will be if we didn't go all out, even to be crucified, to save those loved ones and let them follow us. If we go first or we follow them, then we can meet fraternity at the same place. How beautiful. I don't want to know who we are without each other. It's just too hard. I don't want to leave here without you. Did we ever 
Point man, God, it talks of Jesus and what Judas did, and how many times he tried to make him a true apostle, and how many times he betrayed Jesus himself. And it conveys that Judas would be a wound to Jesus for eternity. It's hard for us to understand that. How can Jesus be wounded by that? Because he loved Judas even more than the other apostles because he loves sinners and he wants to redeem them. He don't want Satan to have them. But it's scary to think about that. And you're complaining what you have to put up with. The song says, don't want to know the other side of a world without you. You've got to put up with difficulties. I want to see my wife in heaven. My children, my grandchildren. I want to see everybody in the community here. 
in heaven. Who wants to see one lost? And if you have to be a crucified to save them, then do that. We're here only but a short time. And I already said that. You are passing here on earth. It will be but a second at your death. Just think of the last 10 seconds of your death. It's over. You won't regret any difficulty, any cross you had to carry. Allah is bringing us through these words, these insights that we've never known before. Why? Because we didn't need the knowledge at that time. We live in a new kind of world, a darkened world that makes us walk in the light and it's false. Our Lady called it false glitter. Our Lady comes every day. She says, you can call me and I would come immediately. She wants to take all your pain. She wants to show you how you can use that for salvation for you and others. She longs for you. Our Lady told Maria once that she wants her now while she's alive. But Our Lady can't take her. And Our Lady says, I long for you to be in my arms. Our Lady gives us a new emphasis on her efficacy. And that efficacy is, I will be there when the edge of the night and there's difficulties there. Call me. I will come. City skies feeling dark tonight. We're back to back with our heads down. Just look at me, give me more tonight. Just give me more of your love now. Let's set fire to the lonely night. You're beautiful when you look at me. Let's give love another life. You'll be safe in these arms of mine Just call my name on the edge of the night And I'll run to you I'll run to you I would take the pain, take it all away Give it some kind of meaning Let's let go, let it be the start You know I'm feeling the same thing Let's let go of our broken hearts Cause you'll be safe
time we live in at this moment, that even if you break our lady's heart, her love will run to you. She has a new power on the earth with her motherly spirit. She'll run to take pain from you. She welcomes you into her arms. All you have to do is just call her name on the edge of the night. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.